This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Every day, many of our nation's most vulnerable workers put on their armor to go to work. These essential workers are keeping our lights on, restocking our shelves with food, and battling COVID-19 on the front lines. Now more than ever, they deserve our protection and thanks. That's why during the pandemic, Pond Lee Hockey is working around the clock to help protect these workers and fight for their rights. Call Pond Lee Hockey's COVID-19 hotline to help you and your loved ones with your legal needs during the pandemic at 267-606-4343. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by the Law Offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. And a good evening, Delaware Valley, and welcome in to the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause as we begin our new two-hour journey, J. Doc, here every Saturday night. And what an incredible ride uh, it has been for the Labor Show. Uh, we are, believe it or not, J. Doc, and I can't actually believe that I'm actually friends with you now for this long, <laughs> um, but we're going into, I think, what is our seventh year yeah. uh, of doing uh, the Labor Show. And, of course, big news. We've been talking about it um, all month of August, the opportunity for us to extend the message, extend the platform, uh, and begin broadcasting two hours every Saturday night right here uh, on Talk Radio 12. 1210 WPHT. We are packed with a star-studded lineup tonight. Before uh, we introduce anybody, I want to give you uh, the floor. Since your name bumped up ahead of mine uh, in the title, uh, it's the Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause. So I'm not quite that, sure it's how just, you... It's only alphabetical. Uh, I'm not sure how you how you actually achieved that, but welcome in, brother. Glad that we're uh, here to do two hours tonight. Absolutely. Couldn't be more excited. You know, um, certainly this gives us the platform to be able to uh, you know target a lot more topics, bring on a lot more guests. And tonight's show is one of the most action-packed, one of the most star-studded shows ever. And the first individual that we have coming on is an individual that is largely responsible for us being on the air and for making it possible for us to be on the air for the last seven years. We could not have done it without Pond La Hockey and Sam Pond. And, and, and Sam, uh, you know, not only welcome as our first guest ever uh, on the new labor show with J. Doc and Krause, <laughs> <laughs> but also... We want to thank you for the support that you've given us. Without you, we wouldn't be here right now. Sam? We may or may not. Phil, talk to me. I'm not hearing Sam in my headset. Okay, so stand by, the, uh, stand by there, J-Doc. We'll get to uh, Sam Phil. Just let me know when he's there. Uh, J-Doc, I hope you can remember that introduction. Not a great start so far. That's a great way to start. Our, <laughs> Maybe we uh, should go back to one hour. <laughs> our, our two hours. Uh, but while we wait for some of that and while we wait to work through uh, some of that communication to bring Sam Pond into the uh, broadcast, uh, give us our lineup here for the opening hour into the second hour. We're going to cover a lot of ground. Sure. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to lo- We're going to meet a lot of the union leaders that are uh, major uh, major leaders here in the Delaware Valley. Yeah, so obviously we got Sam Pond once we get him on board here, and we got Chris Woods, president of 1199C, who's not only a, a, a great friend, but 
uh, you know, former co-host. And, of course, we got Wendell Young and then Johnny Dock at 7 o'clock. So, so good show all lined up every Saturday night, 6 to 8 o'clock. Uh, it's the Labor Show uh, with Jay, Dock, and Krause as we come to you on a Saturday night. Uh, uh, Phil, talk to me. Are we ready for Sam? We may okay, so we are. So Sam Pond now joining us uh, to kick us off here on a Saturday night. Sam, I bring you in with a little uh, extra uh, putzba uh, and welcome you into uh, the labor show with J. Doc and Krause. All right, so we may have lost him. So, Phil, let's do this. Let's uh, punch to a commercial break. Let's get re-racked. Uh, we'll come back after the commercial break. The labor show with J. Doc and Krause rolls on. On a, Saturday, or on a Saturday night, back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by Plumbers Local 690, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, Iron Workers Local 401, and SEIU Local 32BJ, District 1201. This whole nonsense about not giving workers the right to organize with so-called right to work, that's bad. Something like that comes to my desk, I'll be to it, not just because I'm a Democrat, not just because I'm pro-labor, but because I know for a fact that's not very smart. Walk down memory lane, Jay Doc here on The Labor Show with Jay Doc and Krause as we are on for our uh, debut of two hours every Saturday night now from uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. And, of course, Jay Doc, I, um, I cautioned you uh, when I moved your name up in the title ahead of my name uh, mm-hmm. in the actual title that we might get off to a rocky start here uh, in the opening <laughs> show. But live radio... Radio actually provides those opportunities and provides those experience. So we will try one more time uh, with uh, Sam Pond. Sam, I hope you're with us. Are you out there, my friend? We just are not. We just are not going to get him. Listen, uh, we got Sam. By the way, we got Sam for a big show on on October 10th for an entire uh, you know hour. So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, you know, so we're gonna preview that. And well, I'll let you and I talk for a little bit while we roll along here on Talk Radio well, twelve ten WPHD. Uh, we've got a good lineup. Chris Woods is going to join us from eleven ninety nine C. Wendell Young is going to be here. Johnny Doc will be here uh, in hour number two. I'm sure we'll talk uh, a little bit of football with the Eagles getting underway tomorrow. Down uh, ninety five, they go uh, to take on the Washington team, uh, and they'll kick off at one o'clock tomorrow. We'll get Johnny's perspective. Perspective on that, uh, as well of a, uh, as well uh, as a lot of other stuff. We do, J Doc, uh, over the next call it eleven weeks leading into the end of 2020. Uh, we've got a great lineup and a great plan where we're going to go in and profile each union and we're going to meet the business manager sure. we're going to meet some of the members uh, we had a great opportunity to go up to the up to plumbers local uh, and we're going to have that every week on yeah, the show I mean we're going to be doing all kinds of things and that's uh, you know we're, we're, we have the now have the opportunity to do special segments on a weekly basis to f- showcase our unions which is a big part of it we're going to be you know, there's a ton of things that we're going to be doing we're going to be doing a buy American support America monthly show. Uh, so that's going to be fantastic. Uh, we have our new labor cares, 
addiction uh, helpline that we're going to be launching. Tell me a little bit about that. I know you're about 50 yards into a 100-yard sprint on that. Uh, It's a really, really good program. I started to share some of uh, the details uh, earlier this week, actually, when I was uh, over with uh, Adam Malamut doing the Malamut show. um, I started to share some of those details, and there's a real need for the program. Well, you know, Joe, you and I have a uh, we have a voice and we have a platform and uh, labor's afforded us that platform. And, uh, you know, we have a nonprofit injured workers advocacy program and we have a, a addiction prevention program, which we do with that. And, and one of the things that we're going to do is utilize our, our 800 number as a helpline. Um, uh, and we're calling it the labor health, labor cares addiction helpline where anybody who's out there in the Delaware Valley uh, who's having a problem the opioid epidemic is so tragic and so um, you know such a an incredibly difficult thing right now especially with COVID um, we are going to be a, a, attached to the resources that labor has there's so many um, resources that 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 union labor has and and you know for our members and all that but our 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 uh, mantra is going to be helping our family and yours, and so those with addiction and uh, issues, those you know, and you know, alcohol or drug addiction, the opioid epidemic, they'll be able to call our, our hotline, and they'll be hearing all kinds of PSAs in the in the near future. Uh, you know, we're going to have the opportunity to offer it to everybody, anybody with a problem. We'll call the helpline, and we will connect them to a resource that can help them. So we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be really, uh, you know, should be a very meaningful program. There's so much dialogue, um, and, you know, there's so much toughness uh, in a lot of the uh, members of, uh, of the different locals, J-Doc. We just, as individuals, we fight through pain. We work through pain. We accept the responsibility that a lot of times um, we need to go back to work. Um, and sometimes in order to get back to work, that creates the start of a concern. So uh, I'm excited that I'm able to use the platform to be able to push the narrative and get some traction uh, with that program. Do you anticipate that being fully up and underway before the end of 2020? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, we're we're right in the thick of it right now, putting uh, you know, connecting all the dots, and 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 we want to make a difference. That's the big thing. You know, we, you know labor cares is going to be a great program, um, and it gives us the opportunity to provide a resource out there uh, where people can actually you know contact the number and and be connected to a ton of resources available to them and uh, you know families and by the way this again this isn't just for union members uh or or union families it is by the way um which we will connect them to their you know appropriate resources uh but but it's also for other individuals in need so uh i think we got chris chris woods uh, you know, I think yeah, we'll bring him. In, yeah, we'll bring him in in a moment. One last thought, Jay Duck, and I know we weren't able to get Sam on, and we did try. Sam has been a big supporter. Huge. He's been a big component uh, of standing in the, you know, standing in with his boots on uh, to help uh, those workers in need, and uh, and certainly been an advocate for that. We program. wouldn't we wouldn't have a radio show if it wasn't for Sam Pond. All right, and Pond the hockey. So we're very fortunate, and he is one of those, especially COVID nineteen. You heard the commercial at the beginning of the show, Sam's. Uh, you know, a, a supporter of just people in general. And so we're very appreciative to have his support. 
It's the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause as we come to you uh, on a Saturday night around the Delaware Valley. It's a two-hour special. It's our two-hour launch where uh, every Saturday night now, instead of just coming on uh, from seven to eight, and for the longest time, that was—I don't want to say that—I uh, don't want to say that. Um, and minimize what that meant, the ability to be on this platform from 7 to 8 p.m. for such a long period of time uh, was fantastic. We've had a lot of great um, hosts sitting in the big chair, uh, including uh, Chris Woods uh, from 1199C, another incredible supporter uh, of the show. We'll try and uh, bring Chris Woods into the dialogue now. Uh, if we're lucky, he'll be there. Chris, welcome in to uh, the two-hour edition uh, of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. Well... We're not going to get Chris either. He's there. He's on the line. But for some reason, we're not going to be able to talk to him again. So let's do this. We'll take a a commercial break. We'll re-rack on this Saturday night. It's the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. We'll get to a commercial break. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of the Labor Show are sponsored by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Iron Workers Local 405, and Steam Fitters Local 420. All right, buddy, you got it. We're going to try to work with Republicans in a bipartisan way to find solutions to what really is not working. And back here on the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause on a Saturday night around the Delaware Valley, weekend after Labor Day weekend, the labor community uh, did something for the very first time uh, a week ago on Labor Day, J. Doc. They had a virtual uh, Labor Day parade, which was um, a great job pulling it all together. It was, uh, uh, it was uh, a very different a sign of the times uh, for the labor community as well, uh, but it was uh, great to see everybody rally together uh, and pull that off as well. I know we had Pat Eiding on for the full hour uh, going into uh, Labor Day, uh, and that was a meaningful day, and it always is. Every year is a meaningful day for the entire labor community. I mean, it is, and 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 certainly it's it's a, a great way for us to honor those who who created the movement, who created. Um, you know, the working standards who fought for those uh, standards that we enjoy today. Uh, labor unions are the voice of the middle class or the, uh, or the voice of our workforce. Why doesn't the public believe that? Why doesn't the pu- I'm not talking about, I, I, I'm just talking about anybody listening to the show right now on 1210. Uh, why do they not believe that? I don't know uh, if they. Uh, or, or, or do they believe? I, I, do they I, believe that? Well, I mean, think about it for a second. You know, you hear we hear Pat Iding talk about it all the time. Every show we're on, it do, you know, and I don't know if people understand what he's saying when he says it doesn't matter if you have a collective bargain agreement or not. But the bottom line is, um, you know, he's you know we're fighting for people's uh, the working conditions, working standards for benefits, for wages, all those situations for for safety, and those are things labor does on a daily basis. And so, having said that, um, that's why you know they say organized labor is. The voice of the working, the working class, working people, and it's not just really, I, you know, I, I, it's not just the middle class. It's those who are struggling in life, those that don't have opportunities to get jobs. There's no place on the planet where, uh, you know, that that has more second chance opportunities than labor unions. There's no place where equality is more, you know, it, you know, is it, more relevant than uh, labor unions. Um, and, and, and certainly, especially if you think about 
Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania is a uh, an at-will state, and if you t- you know we do a lot of legal radio. What that means is you can be let go from your job for almost any reason. Uh, and so, you know, having said that, uh, you know, the, it, unless you have a collective bargaining agreement or a representation. Collective bargaining agreement provides protection for the workers in simple terms. Well, you have a, a labor union, a u- union representative that collectively bargains, which means obviously, you know, we unite together. We bargain with the employers. We have a, a, an, you know, for typically in my union and, and most building trade unions and really in all unions, um, the representatives will negotiate with the employers or, you know, the employer group. Uh, association for fair wages and a package and you know there'll be there'll be uh, there'll be different situations there you know different packages for different employers and different unions um, and you know the, the in there there's standards and you, you know you just can't for example we have in our you know we have union stewards job stewards as, as and I'll just go back you know with my as, a, as an iron worker we have uh, job stewards, and a job steward is an individual that's not only working, 99% of the time they'll work on a job unless it's like a, a huge, massive, massive job like a Comcast, uh, you know, or you know, Liberty One, Liberty Two, so, uh, um, you know, Bell Atlantic Tower, anything that's out, that's out there where it's so big that the steward's got to be working eight hours a day just on safety. It's their job to enforce and, and, and to watch out for, you know, the safety standards on the job so for example uh, you know they'll be going around if you have a high-rise building and the outside cables the perimeter cables sometimes for example uh you know they'll be they'll be bringing up materials a crane will so you so it's a 50-story building well sometimes there will be drywall that are getting brought from the ground up to the 20th floor well in order to bring them up you have to loosen the cables Okay, and bring them on to the, you know, have a couple of people on there, and they bring on the on the drywall onto the job. Well, there have been cases where, unfortunately, you know, people were, you know, hitting it and getting it, and the next thing you know, those cables weren't tightened, and somebody fell. A, a, a big job like that, you have a, a job steward that the only job they have is to, is to, you know, is to do safety. But most of the time. It's on the job, you know, they're, they're workers just like everybody else. The reason that's important is because typically in a collective bargaining agreement, you can't fire the, you can't fire the job steward unless you're called the union hall. Somebody's abusing their, um, you know, their, their privileges. Um, but that's because you can't have a, a job steward there, you know, enforcing a safety standard. Say a contractor is, is uh, you know, abusing those standards. In our, in our job as iron workers, you might call, you know, so you see the beams going up. Well, you're not allowed to do what they call Christmas tree. What does that mean? You can't bring a beam up and have another beam tied to, an, you, know, to you know, with another, um, another beam directly underneath of it so that you're landing one beam and another beam is over top of the men's heads. So you know, a job steward would be the one that came, that went to the steward that said, listen, you can't do that. If you're in at will, if you're working for a non-union contractor, that that it's possible that 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 and and probably likely that that foreman uh, would potentially you know fire anybody who even opened their mouth. And a union job based on our collective bargaining agreement, that job steward goes over and says you can't have uh, one beam you know two beams hooked to you know to the to the uh, you know two different um, cables 
coming down, uh, you know, two, uh, two different chokers, uh, one putting it because it could fall and hit the men over the head. There is literally no recourse that that foreman or that company could have on that job, Stewart, because he's protected by the, by the um, you know, the collective bargaining agreement, and rightfully so. Uh, so, uh, you know, most of the time, our unions are working incredibly hard to procure benefits and do those things. The benefits of a union are incredibly, you know, important. And the bottom line is, um, I think it's, you know, we're misunderstood. We speak for those who can't speak for themselves. Well, I will say this. One of the reasons, one one of the motivating reasons behind the expansion of going from one hour uh, to two hours uh, was the ability to tell the union story, the ability to meet the different unions, the, the ability to be able to get in and meet some of the um, business managers, some of the uh, employees uh, and the union workers. We had a tremendous uh, opportunity earlier this week, J-Doc, to go up to Plumbers Local and sit with John Kane. Uh, that show will be coming up. We'll air that show in its entirety. Um, I think that show is scheduled for uh, the first or second weekend in November. But you learn a lot. You learn a lot about these le- about the leaders uh, of these different unions, um, and they have an incredible. Uh, they balance a lot in terms of the political landscape, in terms of the economical landscape, in terms of balancing all of the um, rights and responsibilities that come with all of their employees. Look, we had tonight scheduled Chris Woods, President, District 1199C, Wendell Young, President, UFCW 1776. Now, three weeks ago, we had Wendell Young on for a second appearance. We had Wendell Young on right in the heart of COVID-19 um, and his leadership for his members uh, was a great example and was absolutely tremendous uh, in um, being able to provide safety and the needs for his members. Yeah, well, I mean, let's face it. Uh, Wendell's, uh, you know, uh, one a, a very proactive labor leader, and he's somebody who works incredibly hard on behalf of his members. He's got a very diverse workforce, and certainly... Um, they were uh, they were very instrumental in, in, in making sure that their workers they got a lot of essential workers that are working on the front lines. They got individuals, you know, they got the state store employees. I mean, they're working with the public. Um, they have uh, a ton of individuals that are uh, are literally having uh, you know to, to, to protect themselves with work. And at the beginning of this thing, nobody nobody could understand really what was going on. And so Wendell's one of those guys, and, and their union, being a massive union across the state of Pennsylvania, um, was able to, you know, get proactive and get the thing, get the ball rolling. You're dealing with thousands of uh, employees and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of employers. So, yeah, I mean, no question about it. And Wendell, you know, I mean, Wendell's one of the, uh, you know, his, you know his, Wendell Young IV, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about UFCW uh 1776, and, and, and his father before him, Wendell, Wendell Young III, legendary uh, labor leader. And so he comes from a long lineage of uh, labor leaders and a union family like I do. And so it's just kind of, you know, it, it's, 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 it's how we were brought up. And, you know, I remember when I, when I first came in, you know, I, I was 18 years old, and, and certainly you think you're born on, thir- you know, on, on uh, third base. That's where Labor Day kicks in, and you realize um, how fortunate you know union members are 
to to have you know those rights. But also, let me say this: with those, with the collective bargaining agreements, with the working conditions, also come high expectations. And if you're in a union, and if you're working, in fact, you know, building building trades unions who have long apprenticeships. Let me tell you something, man. Uh, you know, at four or five years, you know, what, what, one of the great things about, uh, you know, building trade unions, and we're going to learn a lot about them, what a lot, like you said, John Kane, uh, John's running for office. And so, we, you know, he, you know, because of the FCC regulations, would not be able to air his show until after the election. However, having said that, uh, when we do air his show and we, when we air all the other shows that are coming up, uh, let me say this, you're going to learn a lot about, uh, you know, why, uh, you know, hiring members of, diff- of, of a labor union, especially when, when you're, we're talking about construction situations, if, you, if, 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 if one man gets hurt, one man gets sick, you can call the hall and get another person or woman um, to come out and take their place, uh, you know, right on the spot. The, the apprenticeships, we talked about the apprenticeship. You know, it's almost like in some cases having a college Degree. I think it's better than that. I mean, well, I, th- I think it's equivalent to that. The difference being, um, if an appre- apprenticeship, an apprenticeship program that is a five-year program um, is filled with on-the-job experience to the point that when you graduate, J. Doc, from that program, you at that point. You're ready to go to work. You're certified. You're ready to well, go to work. Well, you've been working for four or five years already, and you're, you know, typically speaking, you know, when when you've been on the job three, four years, two, three years, a lot of times, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're ready to go. You could probably make the journeyman's rate, but you know, the bottom line is, you know, you, it, you, the, the curriculum and you know it, it is so diverse that by the time you do graduate, you're more than prepared, and that's why. You never, you never skip a beat. You don't see union jobs, uh, you know, dropping off, uh, you know, when an individual, uh, you know, when an individual gets injured, if there's a foreman that can't come in. Um, let me say this. There, you, you look at Local 19, Local 98, um, uh, you know, Local 690, 420, all of them. The Labor's Union, Iron Workers, across the board. I don't want to miss anybody, Boilermakers. These, these are apprenticeships, four or five-year apprenticeships, with valued as much as in, in, in regards to cost as uh, at, at, at an Ivy League education. Let me say that. That's how much they're worth. Not, not only that, having said that, uh, you have a, a, a situation where they're not government funded. The locals fund them themselves, and that's a big deal. So let me tell you something. We could go on forever. It is the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, we come to you live uh, here on Saturday, of course, uh, Friday, uh, 9-11 um, was a very, very um, meaningful day, a very impactful day, um, a very tough day, sure. uh, a very challenging day, uh, and all those other uh, emotions that come uh, with remembering um, that awful day, uh, 9-11, and we'll talk about that uh, and share uh, and get some thoughts from you, J-Doc. I know Sam Pond was going to share some thoughts with us about uh, 9-11. We'll do all of that as we roll along here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We thank all of our listeners who have stood with us 
every Saturday night. Uh, now look forward to bringing you two hours weekly on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show are sponsored by IATSE Local 8, District 1199C, and News Guild 10. And back here on The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. I'm Joe Krause on a Saturday night, hour number one uh, of a two-hour special. We've got a, a couple of bumps in the road as we make our way uh, through the opening hour, J. Doc. We did have uh, a great lineup scheduled, um, and I do want to thank Sam Pond, founder and managing partner uh, of Pond La Hockey, Chris Woods, President District 1199C, uh, for being part of the show. Remember, Chris, for a long time. Uh, co-host sat in uh, in the big chair. Wendell Young, President, UFCW 1776, uh, scheduled to go on. And, of course, John Doherty coming on uh, in hour number two uh, of the show uh, for the full hour. Uh, scheduled tonight, uh, we continue to try and work through and get some stuff corrected. But um, while we do that, uh, and while the station efforts that uh, with good spirit, and we appreciate that, um, I did mention J. Doc going into the break, um, the the ceremonies from yesterday, um, 9-11, were just incredible, and and they, I was watching them yesterday and reliving it in real time, if that makes sense. No, it does, and it's so painful just to watch, and we had it on, and of course, we'll never forget. We will remember. Uh, but you think of the lives that were lost, and you think of what a, you know, where you were at the time. And I'll never forget. I was, I was at Finnegan's Wake, and uh, the manager there at the time was Dennis Brennan, who happened to be a relative. And he said a plane flew into, you know, in, 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 into uh, one of the towers, and. Um, you know, we all thought it uh, must have been, you know, somebody hit the World Trade Center. It was a small plane. Next thing, next thing you know, all hell broke loose. And, you know, the Pentagon and then, in, you know, in Pennsylvania, you know, and, and, and I have a friend uh, that I went to high school with for a year, uh, Peter Rotali, uh, whose life was lost in, in the, um, you know, in the, in the, in the Trade Center disaster. And, and our, my, every year I post it. I post a, um, a story on Facebook because Peter's uncle, Pete McDonough, uh, was one of the agents at, our, at, at the Iron Workers Union. And so um, we only went to school for a year, but, you know, I used to keep in touch with Pete through his uncle, tell him to say hello and all. And every year, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, we, we, we pay our respects and, 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 and uh, you know, we memorize, we, we memorize Peter and all those who lost their lives and the families that still have to go through it every day. And, and, and so, and then, the, and then the first responders, uh, just, and then you know, it's so so hard for me, Joe, is to watch it knowing what's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's just that's why it's hard for me. Story to- yesterday, Jay Doctor. There's so many oh, uh, stories. Um, the window washer. Oh yeah. On the North Tower, who was working above? Yeah. Where the plane came in sure. to the building. Uh, I mean, and I don't think they found his body. Um, and the other, and, and, and so 
that and then the falling man that was a special on it um an individual and they and they think they 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 know who it is but uh, his family i think it was a sound engineer uh in 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 the restaurant at the top and and uh his family said it looks like it would it was him but what really is important is it's really everybody and so uh we certainly our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody uh, you know the the those families that lost loved ones. How about those individuals that went to help, that that ended up um, with diseases after the fact, so many years later that have lost their lives. I mean, there's so many heroes, you couldn't even imagine them. Um, and and then you know they talk about. I can speak on that too, J Doc, because our cousin uh, Donna Simia was uh, in uh, uh, New York that day in manhattan that day uh returned home uh covered in oh, yeah. soot yeah. from uh head to toe uh, lost her i want to say 11 months ago oh my god uh, yeah. and and the trauma and the um uh, and the issues that oh, she the had the were toxins. directly attributed to uh, to those toxins. A lot of uh, members of organized labor from all the trades went to New York. It, what you know, Joe? It was it was it was. What can I do? What can I do? And you know, America was united um, more than ever after that. You know, our resolve was tested, and we certainly. You know, you, you know, you you woke up, uh, you know, a, a sleeping giant, and we united together. I hope. That someday soon we can all unite in in, 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 in together, uh, you know, as we move forward, you know, particularly through this election coming up. Um, yeah, I got a note from Frank Keel, who's listening in on the broadcast tonight, and um, sent me a note or a reference, not specific to 9/11, but uh, I think it's appropriate to mention this or reference this now. Um, you mentioned how uh, so many different members of the building trades immediately went to um, uh, to New York yeah. to help and do whatever uh, they could do, um, uh, you know, on that day and on the days following. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, what was going on there? Uh, Frank had sent me a note that uh, even dealing with this um, pandemic yeah. uh, and COVID nineteen, um, that the the Philly Philadelphia building trades, J Doc got back to work faster and more safely than any other major city building trades in the nation now think about that uh let me let me finish the statement from frank uh doc meaning john doherty received calls from new york city chicago uh la uh, and all over the country uh asking uh and and trying to understand how the building trades um were able to do it and one step forward one last thing that frank mentioned i think it's important to say it uh, osha even adopted went so far as to adopt the philadelphia building trades safety protocols uh and rolled them out nationally and and that is um it's kind of a segue off of talking about 9-11, but it's so true. Um, the tragedy of 19 years ago, the pandemic of 2020, and there is our union community, our union leaders, and uh, all our members standing tall and leading the way. I mean, uh, you know, the, the leadership that we have, uh, you, you know, we talked about it many times at the beginning, Joe, um, you know, uniting together. 
uh, we were the first to make sure that our members, you know, literally we shut our jobs down for a specific amount of time uh, who, and individuals who weren't essential workers. We made sure you heard your know, Wendell Young, labor leaders, uh, you know, like um, John Doherty, uh, pre, uh, you know, business manager of Philadelphia Building Trades, made sure that we had the PPE, all the safety equipment, everything, and, and made sure that, you know, uh, although we did have losses, uh, that they were minimal. So we're very fortunate in the city of Philadelphia across the board, building trades, uh, you know, the public unions, you know, just uh, across the board, AFLCO led by a leadership of Pat Eiding and John Doherty of the building trades, um, you know, making sure that we, you know, we were on top of this thing. And so thankfully, um, you know, the loss was minimum. Uh, one person, obviously we know one life is too much, but we're fortunate that we have a committed labor community and a committed, uh, you know, labor leadership. Uh, and when you look back on 9/11, and that's why I said it's so it's so difficult to for me to for me to watch those tributes because you know the buildings are coming down. You know people are in there. It's 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 just so devastating. But we do it, my wife and I, um, obviously to make sure we remember. And I hope that a lot of people watched yesterday and, and memorialized those who were lost in the towers, who, who gave all, and of course those families that are out there that live with it on a daily basis. And I, again, I want to, I want to pay homage to my, my friend, uh, Peter Ritali, Penn Charter, uh, grad Duke grad, all American, uh, lacrosse player, uh, you know, was, was a finance guy worked in the towers and, and along with so many others that lost their lives, um, that loss, well, you know, they will never be forgotten, but it's as painful today for so many as it, almost as it was on the day it happened. And it was so tragic. The world immediately became a different place. Just like now, after the pandemic, uh, we're going to be a different place. And so I hope we unite. And one thing I will say, the greatest pitch ever thrown, I'm a Democrat, okay, but I give credit where credit's due. It's an amazing moment. When George Bush, President George Bush, threw that strike from the mound right over the plate, I think it was to Derek Jeter, my God. J-Doc, the roar inside Yankee Stadium. Was unbelievable. Was unbelievable. I mean, that The USA chant. Oh, yeah. You could probably hear the chant from... New York to Philadelphia. Right, it was right. incredible. That's right. And so, I mean, you know, it was that. And, and, and when President Bush went down to the site with the bullhorn and said, those people who did this will hear us soon. Well, look where we are now. Bin Laden, history, man. Those individuals, history. And so at the end of the day, you know, I mean, you know, they tested our resolve Unfortunately, it was at the expense of 3,000 individuals, innocent people just doing their jobs, mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, sons, and daughters who will never, ever, ever be forgotten. America, please, please take note and let's come together sooner than later. I want you to remember one name, Todd Green. I want you to remember oh, that yeah. name. That is the... Uh, catcher who caught the ceremonial first pitch from President Bush. Oh, it, was it, was. Okay, it, was it was not Derek Jeter. It was not Derek Jeter. I want you to remember. I will remember. Derek Jeter, the president told a story where he said he, he talked to Jeter before the game, and Jeter said, he asked him if he was going to throw the pitch from the mound, and he said he thought he would. And then, and then the president says that Jeter said to him, 
You better not bounce up, they'll boo you. <laughs> <laughs> Last couple of minutes, Jay Doc, here in our opening hour, and we're so thankful to be able to come on the air. Uh, shout out to Phil back in the studio and Dave. I know we had some uh, technical problems and we had a big show lined up, but nevertheless, we roll on. That's what live radio uh, is all about. I want to spend the last couple of minutes um, uh, about the election. It's the beginning of the process now. Sure. 51 days, 6 hours, 4 minutes, and 27 seconds, Jay Doc. Oh, yeah. uh, until we get to uh, November third, um, it's in everybody's. It's in everybody's. It's in the front of everybody uh, now. Um, it's also in the. It's it's also out there. Uh, your thoughts. Couple of minutes. The union community is going to play a role. Well, uh, a big role. Labor uh, mobilizes. Yes. Our, our people are on the on the streets now, working incredibly hard, uh, supporting those who support them, and um, this is. And they talk about the, you know, it's always a cliche. It's the most important election of your lifetime. Well, this is. And the most important thing for our union members is to get educated on the issues and uh, on what affects them and, and their livelihoods. I mean, different people vote on different issues. Some people vote on social issues, others on economical issues. Um, as building tradesmen, as, as members of unions across the board, of members of the AFL-CIO, um, you know, we're, you know, there are, are, we talk about the workforce and our economical issues, and it's extremely important for, to get educated as a union member, find out who your la- what your labor, leaders, labor, labor unions and your labor leaders' agenda is, and then get involved in the process. Or, you know, no one wants to hear you yap afterwards. Hour number two of the show tonight, we're going to uh, switch gears a little bit, and we're going to uh, play uh, the one-hour uh, special that we did with the president of the AFL-CIO, Pat Eiding. You're going to hear him talk uh, about the importance of that uh, movement, about the importance of everyone rallying uh, and coming together. Um, and again, I think it's so important, um, and it's now on everyone's radar for sure. There's no uh, doubt absolutely. about that. Once Labor Day, and by the way, I want to shout out Labor Day and the AFL-CIO. Yeah, I did an awesome job, you, yeah, I think. You, you, yeah, I mean, you know, we were unable to march this year, um, but we were able to do it virtually. Had great leadership, uh, you know, at, at the helm and a lot of great messages. Uh, I want to thank our president, Pat Eiding, and again, John Doherty, uh, and for their leadership and really everybody out there who made it possible. And it's, by the way, it was a beautiful day, too. So we could have been out at the march and, and it would have been great. But next year, we'll be back at it again. Today in, or, or the labor show, rather, with Jay Doc and Krause, we begin our quest for delivering two hours uh, of content. Jay Doc, we have about 90 seconds or so, and I did want to just at least re-rack uh, what we have, some of what we have lined up uh, for the fall, a best of labor campaign. We talked about the Labor Cares program, our Buy American, Support American monthly shows. They're going to be special as well. Oh, my god this gives us the opportunity to do to do so we're kicking off obviously because of the election where we're featuring the the labor unions but we got so much to offer every week well done well said we thank everybody for tuning in we're so sorry that we were unable to bring you sam pond chris woods wendell young and john doherty um but we will uh, bring you the president of the afl cio pat eiding he'll be along we'll replay his last one hour broadcast going into labor day On behalf of Jay Doc and all of our listeners, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. 
portions of tonight's edition of The Labor Show have been sponsored by Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, CWA, Communication Workers of America, and AFSCME Local 1739, DC 47. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management.